Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And today I have a detour sort of episode. Most of the episodes are, you know, the basic premise. But today is a bit of a detour episode. There's a little something that happened that has absolutely nothing to do with the Cubs. Or does it? Um... Let's put you as a young professional. A young professional. Maybe you're working at a filling station, or maybe you're working at uh, working in retail or a restaurant, or maybe you are a mid-level executive, whatever, whatever the situation is. You're in a 25 years old range, let's say. And your job, it sucks. You get home from your job, you have no energy, you're angry, you're getting bitter, you're not enjoying your life, you're not getting along with your family. And a whole bunch of it is because your time at your job is terrible. It's absolutely crushing you. Go out and get a new job, right? You're a, you're working at a restaurant. You don't like that restaurant? Go work for another restaurant. Go work for another filling station. There's tons of them in my town. Imagine your town has at least three or four of them. Middle executive, Go somewhere else. Everyone is free to go get another job in the same industry. They might not even have to move if they want to. I don't want to work here anymore. I want to go work over there. Find somebody who knows somebody who's in the business you're in. You know, do the um, talk yourself up. Go do an interview, and then um, hopefully you get a new job. Today on Twitter, it started to break slowly and then kind of burst through, kind of like how you get a leak in a dam and a leak in a dam and a leak in a dam, then bang, it's wide open, spilling, spewing all over everything. But it started with that little tiny leak. Your mean Mercedes started the 2021 campaign with the Chicago White Sox and was fantastically important for them. The first eh, month, month and a half of the season, somebody might say, oh, no, it wasn't a month and a half. It was seven weeks. Month, month and a half. Uh, After that, things started to fall apart for him a little bit. Because in a game, I think it was in May, he had a 3-0 and count in a game that was like, the Sox were leading like 8 to nothing, or 12 to nothing. I can't even remember what the score was. The other team brought in a position player to pitch. Count was 3-0. and Guy threw a you know 55-mile-an-hour fastball right over the plate. And your mean Mercedes knocked the hell out of the ball. 
you know, they're way out of the ballpark, which is exactly what the hitter's supposed to do, right? Well, he got back to the dugout. His manager was not happy. His manager was not happy because hitting a baseball like 415 feet when you're up by too many runs too late in the game in certain situations is a bad thing to do. I thought the job of the hitter was to get on base, and if you can get on base and hit a double or a triple or a homer, that's even better. But there's a 3-0 count. So Tony Larusa made your mean Mercedes life hell. Your mean Mercedes job sucked because the person he had to listen to was a guy he didn't respect. Well, it's easy. Just, just go get a different, you know, just go work for a different team. He can't. Your mean Mercedes is property of the Chicago White Sox. He is their property. They own him. Tonight he retired from baseball. He went with the nuclear option. White Sox probably don't mind because the point that the White Sox, in my opinion, I don't know anything, I don't know anybody. In my opinion, the White Sox wanted to, my, my term is destination 1957. Back in 1957, there were some minorities playing baseball. Some Cubans, a couple Venezuelans, some black players. But in general, back in 1957, back around then, it was an edict from on high. You know those unwritten rules? that people talk about. One of them is don't swing at a 3-0 pitch. Um, those were completely in play back in 1957. There were certain things that players did not do back in 1957. It wasn't specifically 1957. I could say 1953. Possibly 1961, but 1957, that's what I'm going with. Your mean Mercedes does not play baseball like they did in 1957. Tim Anderson does not play baseball like they did back in 1957. Javier Baez does not play baseball like they did back in 1957. Wilson Contreras doesn't play. You notice how I'm mentioning a whole bunch of people of color? Yeah, yeah. The, the Young Turks, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Vladimir Guerrero, they want baseball to be more fun. Hey! I hit the baseball a really long way. I'm going to flip my bat. Wait a minute. Did you see what that person did? He hit the ball. That's fine. He hit the home run. That's fine. But he 
watched it, and he flipped his bat. We can't allow that. That's not 1957. So, okay, 1957, that's, that's a decent part of the your mean Mercedes thing. And when you're forced to play in a fashion that is uncomfortable for you, Mercedes wants to have fun. He wants to flip the bat. It's not that he's trying to humiliate anyone. It's just that's the way he grew up playing the ball. You, you do something, you enjoy it. It's kind of like if, um, have you watched an NBA game in the last 10 years? Presumably, you might have watched, watched the game the other night. The clincher. It used to be when a player would go up and slam dunk the ball. The players on the bench were stoic. Now, it's not that they would be sad or crying that their teammate just made a nice play. But the standing up and high-fiving each other and all that kind of stuff, that's new. That's new. And the NBA is generally good with that. They've generally embraced letting the new guard enjoy themselves. Baseball, not so sold on that. Not so sold on that at all. And when the White Sox plugged in Tony La Russa, I said, Destination 1957. Tony La Russa wants to have the game go back to what it was then. You hit the ball, you duck your head a little bit, you run the bases, you don't look at anybody, you don't stop before the third base bag to show a little style, you don't, you, none of that. You hit the ball, you put your head down, you run the bases, you don't say anything to anybody till you get back to the dugout, then you high-five a couple people. Destination 1957. That is what the goal is. Now, what does that have to do with the Cubs? Absolutely nothing, right? Let's go back to your mean Mercedes. Your mean Mercedes has no option of forcing his way to another team. He can't... Well, I'm, I'm just going to go play for the Padres. I'm going to go play for the Brewers. I'm going to go play for the Twins. He can't do that. He's under contract to the White Sox, and there's nothing he can do about it. If the White Sox would trade him, then he would go to the team that he's traded to, and he'd have to go to them. He wouldn't be able to go to anybody else. See how that works? Most people, when they have a job, if their job sucks, they go someplace else. Maybe they take a couple of classes, develop a skill, get a new job entirely, go into a different field. Cool, great, fine, whatever. In baseball, if you are a baseball player under team control to a specific team, that's who owns you. So many people are talking about it. Why don't the Cubs just keep now, I'm going to throw in a parenthesis here, uh, an uh, audible parenthesis, and then you can put in Chris Bryant, Javier Baez, Wilson Contreras, Anthony Rizzo. Is there anybody else that we want to throw in there? 
Craig Kimbrell. Why don't the Cubs just keep those guys? Well, they have. They have. To the nth degree. They, whether Chris Bryant wanted to be in Chicago or not, he really had no choice. If he was going to make his money playing Major League Baseball, and very good money it was, it was with the Chicago Cubs unless and until um, the Cubs traded him. And then, if he would get traded, he would go play for the team that he got traded to. It's not a case of where Major League Baseball players can say, well, screw this, I've been with this team for two years, I have four years of team control, but forget that, I'm going to go play for the Mets. I am going to go play for the Baltimore Orioles. No, can't do that. When Chris Bryant or when Javier Baez even gets within a remote whiff of free agency, finally, 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 they can say, I'm going to quit Target and I'm going to go work for Walmart. Yeah, the pay's better. But uh, they can finally get to choose where they want to play. They can finally sign the contract that's offered to them and have the opportunity to say, I'm not going to sign that contract. I'm going to sign this contract. When a, when a team drafts a player, the player can either sign or not sign. That's their option. Then once they're in that organization, they've lost all, oh, what's, what's even the word I want? Um, they've lost the keys to the car. They've lost the keys to the car. If, you, if somebody signs with the twins in the draft, they're with the twins. You know, there's, they're with the twins. Then for the next three years, they're with the Twins. After that, they can get taken in the Rule 5 draft, maybe. But if they're not taken in the Rule 5 draft, they're still with the Twins. And if the Twins eventually call them up, they're with the Twins. Then the Twins hang on to them for a couple of years and bounce them back up and down and have that situation where, hey, dude, we need you to come up to the Major Leagues. Oh, okay, cool. Yay, I'm going to the Major Leagues. Hey, honey, uh, be sure to watch the game. Hey, everybody, be sure to watch the game. They come in the second inning when the pitcher gets shelled. They pitch the next four innings, give up 16 runs, get back to the dugout. <sighs> then the next morning they get the word that you've been sent back to AAA. So basically I just busted my ass to save all your guys that are going to stay. Yeah, exactly that. That's exactly what it's about. So if a player does get to free agency. There's very little reason for them to say, hey, you team over there that, um, you know, you didn't make a good deal, good enough deal with me over the last, you know, five, six, wh whatever years. Why are they going to do, wh why is the number going to be better now? Why is the number going to be acceptable now? When in a matter of three or four months, the player's going to be able to say, hey, I'm going to go talk to everybody and I'm going to go to whoever pays me the most money over the most years. Javier Baez has no reason to sign an extension with the Cubs. Chris Bryant has no reason to sign an extension with the Cubs. 
What they want to do is get to free agency and sign themselves a Jason Hayward contract. Eight years at $22 million a year or whatever it ends up being. Because then it's guaranteed. Then it's guaranteed. And, you know, if, if, if they get injured, it's, hey, or sucks I got hurt. Sucks we might not make the playoffs. But at least I'm still getting paid a whole lot. And if the money's guaranteed, if you have a mediocre season or a bad season, you know, miss a bunch of it due to injury, well, the money's still guaranteed. If you have a crappy job, you have the ability to go out and work for a different employer in the same field. Major League Baseball players do not have that. Your mean Mercedes did not have that. He was crushing AAA after getting sent back down, and the White Sox had no interest in calling him up because he wasn't destination 1957. The White Sox apparently would rather lose a player to retirement than step into the 21st century. Now, you might have a different take on it, but that's the way I see it. They can step into the 21st century and say, hey, Tim Anderson, go out there, have fun. Do do what you do. You're a fantastic baseball player. Enjoy yourself. They can do that. Or they can say, you know, mean Mercedes, we don't like that you swung the bat at a 52-mile-an-hour pitch on a 3-0 and count when we were up by a whole bunch of runs and you beat the snot out of the ball. We don't like that. That's what the White Sox went with. Teams run things however the heck they want to. Sometimes those things change. Cubs changed from David Ross, uh, from Joe Madden to David Ross. Maybe that was a good thing. Maybe it wasn't a good thing, whatever, whichever. But if you make a change, sometimes things will be done differently. Um, there is no reason for a player who is approaching free agency, which is what almost every employee in the entire country has. Free agency. This job sucks. I'm going to go start working at Panino's instead. Go ahead and do it. Major League Baseball player can't up and go from the Cubs to the Royals. It's not allowed unless the team that owns them as property decides, we're going to trade you to the Royals and we don't care if you like it or not. Your mean Mercedes is done. At least mentally. At least for now. And there is no reason that a player who is close to free agency should eschew said voyage into free agency just to sign an extension with a team that, well, maybe he likes and maybe he doesn't, but he wants to get paid. He wants to get paid maximum dollars. And if it ends up being with the same team, that's fine. But he wants to see what maximum dollars are. 
and then from there decide where he wants to go. Late July 2021 for the Chicago Cubs is going to be about realizing which guys are not sticking around next year. There's some guys that they could have around for next year. Especially if the finances were going to be different than they are Delta variant. But if Chris Bryant is leaving, and he almost certainly is, the Cubs can get more for trade, more in trade for him than they would get in compensation in the 2022 draft. The same applies for Javier Baez. The same applies for a whole bunch of pitchers on their team, just like applied for Jack Peterson. Oh, you're certainly welcome to get upset when certain players leave. I'm not going to begrudge you that. But as far as from a business perspective, it completely makes sense. If Jed Hoyer is going to be given a small-ish budget for the roster for 2022, it makes every sense in the world for Jed Hoyer to trade the players who are unlikely to be on said 2022 team. Your mean Mercedes and how he was treated by the White Sox doesn't have anything directly to do with the Cubs. Indirectly, it's everything. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and have a wonderful Thursday.